Welcome to Art Talk with April. I'm April Harris of Inked April and the host of this podcast. This is season four. We have some amazing artists on. I can't wait to share them with you. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Art Talk with April. This is season four today. We have Misty Grenade, who is a mixed media artist. Oh, I got it out. Okay. <laughs> How are you, Misty? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. Yeah. And so Misty and I, we know each other from the Alabama Women's Caucus of Art and online. So um I don't know a whole lot about like your story or journey, um, but I see your art all the time, which is absolutely beautiful. I just love, love, love the things you post and you're so regular about blogging too, which is awesome. And uh, I just wanted to um, kind of start back in the beginning of things and see like, how did you get started? What, what brought you to being creative? Um, well, I, I I say in my bio that I've been gluing things together since I got my first bottle of Elmer's glue. <laughs> and that's pretty accurate that like it was it was immediate love of paper and gluing things together. So I, it's just something I've always done. Um, you know, when I went to college, it was one of those things that I, I felt like I needed to do something to make money. And so I ended up getting a commercial art degree from the college that I went to, which is really, a, it was really a graphic design degree. Yeah. And so I worked at an advertising agency for mm, a while, a while. And um, it, it was always very frustrating to me because I explain it as being art adjacent. Graphic design is its own field, but it is often art by committee and where you have a lot of input from a lot of outside sources. You know, there's there's the client, of course, but then there's also the um, you know, the 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 person from your agency who's interfacing with the client. They always have ideas, too many ideas often that aren't based in any kind of reality. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, like I just got really burned out um, from doing that sort of, uh, yes, I was the designer, but really I was the, the dictaphone, right? Like I was just taking dictation and doing what somebody else wanted me to do. Yeah. Um, and so when we moved to Huntsville, I took some time off to have babies and um, was very lucky that I got to do that. And as they were very small and I had a little bit of spare time, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play. Like, I'm just going to, um, I'm going to have a little extra space in my house. I'm going to dedicate it to and be, let it be my studio space. And I don't have any um, priorities except for just enjoying making. And so that's what I started doing um, in this space right here, actually. Um, and um, I started, it's, I called it my make art every day project. Yeah. And um, that was in 2013. And the rules were I had to spend 20 minutes a day making. It didn't have to be anything. It didn't have to be finished. It didn't have to be good, <laughs> right? Like it didn't have to be a yeah. good thing. I just had to make for 20 minutes. And then my accountability was that I, I, I pushed a picture to the internet. So at that time it was Twitter. Um, that was the platform that I had access to. So I was putting a picture every day on Twitter. So I did that for many years and, you know, the 20 minutes got longer and longer and longer every day, like over the years, the 20 minutes. Yeah. 
And um, then I was working on a piece that I really liked. And a friend, a really good friend of mine said, hey, I want that to go in my office at work. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You want what? <laughs> and um, she uh, said, yeah, I want to, I want to, can I buy that and put it in my office? And I was like, wait, you want to pay me money? And she said, yes, I want to pay you money. <laughs> so that really was the start of um, me being a working artist. Um, and yeah. I mean, I was clearly an artist before then, but yeah, like I got paid for my artwork. And so um, I, I tease her about that all the time because she has that. She now has her own studio and she has that piece of art hanging in her studio. So, oh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's a nice little synergy kind of. A yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so I've been doing this. This is my 10th year um, uh, from 2013 to now. It's 2023. So um, I've been doing this about 10 years and, um, you know, had a lot of ups and downs. The art world has been, you know, making art and having an art practice during the pandemic has been a thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's had its, it's good moments and it's rough moments, but I'm excited to still be allowed to have this <laughs> practice. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, you said a lot in that in that story. So like, I'm a graphic designer. That's what I do in the daytime during the week. And I totally get what you were talking about. Um, I feel like that a lot sometimes where it's just like, okay, I'm the puppet on the string. <laughs> okay, I'll make it pink or I'll make it blue or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's like a a, a meme of uh, make the logo bigger. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, my partner and I we laugh about that all the time because that was always the thing, right? The client always wants the logo to be just ginormous, and it's like, listen, if you make it small and put white space around it, people gravitate to it, and nobody nobody ever understands that. And that's like a known design principle, oh, yeah, right? You're like tall, white you're space. Tall that everywhere all the time yeah, everything everybody's like no I need it to be big and it's like mm. <laughs> uh, yes so true there are so many little I guess like cliches or you know memes and things out there about the the different things that other people make you do as a graphic designer and you're taught in college to be creative and to know all these things and then you get on a team and they're like no, do it my way. You know? mm -hmm. And you're like, wait, okay, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing that was so frustrating to me is that, you know, I have an art education, right? Like I literally went to school to learn these principles and to be able to execute them well. And then the person that hires you goes, okay, yeah, we hired you for that, but no, we really want you to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, mur, mur. I don't know. I've, I've, I've oh man. I will do a, you know, a graphic design project. I have a friend who's a musician and I do her album covers. Um, we have like just a really good working relationship. So she trusts me to do things. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, let's try this. If it doesn't work, we'll do some something else, but let's just try it. Yeah. Um, and we always come up with something really good. So there are a few people that I will still do graphic design for, but it's <laughs> like super cheesy about. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. But in that same vein, I've had similar experiences with commissions. So mm -hmm. do you take commissions at all or is it more like? I do. Um, I have taken commissions and I will take them. I try to do 
a, a pretty serious interview process um, when I'm doing a commission. And like, I do not, I do abstract work, period, yeah. the end. I do not, I am not going to draw you a picture of a vase of flowers. That is not who I am. There are lots of people in the world who do that very, very well. And I will refer you to them as much as you need me to, but don't come to me expecting um, something representational when I am an abstract artist. So I, I typically have that conversation and I say, you know, here's a whole breadth of my work. This is what I do. And I have tons of stuff up on my website. Um, my entire portfolio practically is on my website. Like if you like this, then you're probably going to like what you commissioned me to do. But if you want, you know, uh, a barn or, you know, <laughs> a field of turkeys, <laughs> like and that is, I'm not your girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we do that. And then depending on what their requirements are, I try to offer them choices, mm. you know, throughout the process. And, you know, we talk about color palettes, like, yeah. you know, what are you, what are you interested in? Um, and sometimes I've had clients that just go, I want you to do something you know me what take what you know of me and make me something wow. and that's usually where I have the the best luck because that's the that's the you know my creativity sort of free form off of who I know this person to be mm. um but I did take one commission and I stepped the lady through the process the whole way I offered her um I do a lot of collage so I like put a whole paper set of paper swatches together. And I said, okay, you know, here's this, here's this, you know, you got group A, you got group B, um, group C, like, which of these do you like? Like we stepped through the whole process. And at the end she was like, this didn't turn out like I thought it was going to. And I was like, hmm. okay. Like what, you know, like, let's talk about, do we need to do something different? She's like, no, I like it. I just didn't know what it was going to be. And I was like, okay, well, if you like it, then awesome. But I was like, and I guess that's just people who are not, um, creative, artistic. She's a, she was, she's a pharmacist. So she's very, mm -hmm. like she couldn't have visualized. What yeah. 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 People and I had even, you know, through the process, I had been sending her pictures, right? Like, it's not like I like if I'm doing a commission, I want people to be happy. I don't want them to be surprised at the end going, what is this? Where did this yeah. come from? <laughs> um, so like, you know, she had been apprised, but she just at the very end, she was like, huh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But I mean, they're still hanging in her dining room. So I guess she likes them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was an interesting process with her. Man, <laughs> I haven't really, you know, I guess being someone who like in my work, I do stuff. So, um, you know, I guess representational and not thinking about what it would be like to do abstracts and have a commission and someone. So you're talking about like, it feels to me, it feels a lot like graphic design. Like you would have color palettes, maybe textures, images, and you're well, and it, that's them. probably where that comes from for me is trying to include yeah. people in the process. Um, because you know, again, like I want them to be happy. Sure. So sure. if they're going to pay me a you know some amount of money, even if it's not much, because sometimes I don't charge that much depending on what it is. Um, you know, I don't want them to be like, oh, I missy, she only did something weird. 
I'm going back to her. So, yeah. So what is your process exactly? I mean, I've always kind of thought of your process as being, I mean, this is just what I'm getting off of, like looking at your work on the internet, <laughs> which is probably not much information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this looks so free flowing and spontaneous. And no, you're pretty right. That's right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times, um, here's a, here's a, this is in a little journal that I have. Um, this, I started, I basically started with this brown right here. And I was like, oh, I like that brown. I'll put some green on there too. Like, you know, let's throw let's put this bluish kind of teal greeny color on here. Yeah. So I did that. And then I was like, oh, well, I need some more brown. So I put this brown over here. And while it was all, it was watercolor. While it was all still wet, I was like, oh, I'll add some of this. Um, this is India ink. Um, this black is, and I was like, I'll add that while it's still wet. So it'll run, you know, give it a little run yeah. up there. So I did that. And then I was like, well, uh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to add some pencil. So then I, you know, put this pencil in here and I have this, I'm obsessed with this. Um, if this isn't a, um, a video podcast, people are in trouble. Um, I, I went to the, um, <laughs> there'll the, be a video version. <laughs> oh, good. Good thing. Uh, I went to the LA County Museum of Art last year yeah. to, I went to a wedding in California and this was in the gift shop and it's like a variegated pencil oh, and I, it makes the coolest colors. I'm kind of obsessed with it. So that's what this red is right here. So I added that. So yeah, it's just, a, it's just a matter of, I start with one thing and then just sort of go from there. Um, I love and that. Sometimes that's successful and sometimes it's not. I mean, it well, just, sure. I mean, that's anything on art, right? Yeah, you're going with the flow. You're you're taking it one step at a time and making decisions along the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, just responding to what's there. And you've um, got like, um, I mean, what are your favorite mediums to use? Your things that you're using in your work most commonly? Um, paper. There's always paper. I have so much paper. The bins of paper in my place. <laughs> it's it's oh a yeah <laughs> um, I have like five of these nice um, <laughs> so there's always paper um so there's always some collage yeah. element um and you know it can be paper to me I'm kind of a magpie when it comes to paper it can be um stuff that I've made like sketched mm. out drawn or painted or whatever this piece right here is in this bin this is a my husband went to a um uh I don't know what it was but there was a math problem in the in the bar and so he was working out the math um <laughs> I live in Huntsville it's a it's a NASA town like yeah <laughs> working out math in a bar is normal here that doesn't yeah. happen in most places but that's a normal thing here um and so there's like all this math on this piece of paper where he worked out this problem yeah. and um he was telling me about it you know after he got home and I was like don't throw that away I need that um and so every once in a while you know if I if I decide I want something that is you know numbery then I'll pull, pull off a piece of this and stick it on there so you know it's all kinds of things and I buy good, you know, artist papers from, you know, Blick and those places, but it can also be trash off the street if that strikes yeah. my fancy. Yeah, really. I mean, because what you're looking at, I imagine, is, you know, colors and shapes and textures and lines and 
yeah all the different elements that you're wanting to pull together and that could be on anything (laughs) it could be on anything um and it's really funny I have these bins and I've been doing this for 10 years and so that like the collection like you don't develop this sort of paper stash in a couple of days (laughs) it takes years yeah um there was uh, something that I was looking at the other day and it was a piece of paper from it was actually from a giant piece that I had done in my very first year of 20 minutes a day where I had painted something and, you know, it was like, you know, on a big, not poster board size, but close to that size. And, um, I had started cutting it down to use it for other things. So there's this little bitty piece on a page in one of my recent journals that is from that first year. But, you know, it was it was one of those things that I came across in the bin and I was like, oh, this works great. I'll put it here. Right. Like so <laughs> there's just this timing of um, the right piece of paper showing up at the right time. Yeah. But yeah. So there's always paper. Um, I do. I've been doing a lot of watercolor here lately. Um <laughs> just I get in a mood and I'll do watercolor um I do acrylics um I have you know a a, a, an incredible pen stash like it it just depends I have a lot of stuff um and I've learned over the years what I like and what I don't um you know people love those um and this is no shade on this material. I just can't make it work. Um, those uh, alcohol inks, people love those and they make beautiful stuff with them. I am, I am wretched at it. Like I can't, <laughs> like, I'm like, what is this? Why won't it do what I want it to do? So th- I used that some the first year and I couldn't ever make it work. And I, you can't paint over the top of it. And right. so much of my work is layers. Yeah. I was like, this is out. Like it just bleeds through whatever, even gesso, it'll bleed through gesso. And I'm like, gesso is the fix, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to fix it. You put some gesso on top of it. You're good to go. Nope. Bleeds right through. Oh. So, you know, when I first started that, and again, that was that first year, there was a lot of trial and error of what mm-hmm. materials really work for me. Um, and I think a lot of people get started and they get started collecting materials and that's like its own hobby, right? Yeah. Like the collecting <laughs> of stuff. Um, and I did that at the beginning. I, I was definitely in that sure. book because I was trying a lot of things, but now like I have, I, even though I have a lot of stuff, I know the materials that I work with well. And so I don't tend to buy new stuff, right? Like I don't really buy whatever the hot new thing is because I know what works for me. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine over time, you would start to have less situations where you felt like it didn't work because you're familiarizing yourself so much with how mm-hmm. each element works together or, yeah. you know, like you figure out, okay, Gesso does not work with this, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. like, okay, never again. <laughs> And again, when you're layering, like you, you learn what products will go on top of things. Um, I, this is, I'm like an ad crink markers, these crink markers. Now these, these markers are pricey, but they will draw on anything because they were developed, um, by, um, by graffiti artists. This was developed by a graffiti artist. So, you know, folks that are used to really erratic conditions, right? When you're talking about graffitiing um, places, this will literally write on anything. Wow. Um, so, that out. 
Yeah, it's they're fabulous. And I they come in every color. And of course I have a black one because I really like black, but um yeah, those that's one of my favorite products is because oh, awesome. again, you know, you you learn what will layer on top of each other and they don't run. So once you make the mark, it's there. Um nice. sometimes you want it to run, like India Ink, not India Ink, um, Sumi Ink is great for that. Yeah. Um Sumi Ink will run everywhere when you put water on it. And if you want that, like that's the product you need. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm always trying to get, I think when I'm looking for something like that with inks, I'm trying to find something that's not going to run usually. Mm -hmm. That's just because of the direction that I'm wanting it to go in and I'm wanting to like put in detail. I don't want it to run. Right. When you find a, you know, different types of pens or inks that don't, you're like, then you want a micron, right? (laughs) Then you want a micron because it's not going to go anywhere. Yes, I have um, millions of those things. I think everybody should just buy millions of those. Yeah, you need a micron in every <laughs> size uh, point because it's you never know what size line you need. <laughs> you need a little skinny one. You might need a fat one. And see, that's you need a really fat one. You get a crank though. It's yeah, like giant. <laughs> so, have you tried that on like? Have you done it on like canvas or wood or any of those oh, yeah. things? Yeah. yeah, I mean, little. I mean, we'll we'll write on anything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's one of the things I really love about your work too, is I, and in like the sketchbook that you were just showing pencil lines and kind of scribbles and randomness. And, you know, then you've got your darker ink lines and that combination is just so awesome to me. I love that. I don't know what it is, but it's just visually so pleasing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's paint, you know. That's something that's very visually pleasing to me. And it's something that I've been working on, like um, really the whole, uh, well, the other part of this is that right before I started doing well no I guess it was after this I had carpal tunnel for a long time in both hands really bad mm-hmm. so for a lot of years I didn't hold anything in a pencil grip because I couldn't feel my hands oh. um so after I got my hands fixed it was it was been part of my art process is to be able to to grip and you know this may occur to you what did I do before I literally finger painted I literally, I didn't draw anything. I just used my fingers to paint because I couldn't hold a paintbrush. Um, Yeah, it's wacky. But in the last probably four, three or four years, I've really had to redevelop um, Mm. the grip. And so I've been working on online. It's, it's my favorite thing. I love (laughs) that deconstructed, you know, something that looks kind of the graffiti kind of like you know yeah. you know the flyers that get stuck on the wall and then they get all shredded and pulled off yeah. like that is deeply fulfilling for me I don't know why <laughs> like that is just like the best so anything that looks really grunge I mean I'm you know I grew up in the 90s so anything <laughs> that looks really grungy um you know like just deconstructed and and kind of pulled apart um scratched you know like when you've got pain and you've got it flaking off so good let's see one of the um the things though that I find with myself is that it doesn't even matter that I don't make art that way I can appreciate it and I love the I don't know the visual 
part of it. And I know, I, like I can go up to a painting and say, okay, oh, they scraped that off and they painted that on. And that's, that's some pencil there, you know, peeking through here or there or whatever. And I, I don't know. I just appreciate the kind of the spontaneousness, but all the different elements kind of working yeah. together. I, I, I think you're getting at a style question there. And yeah. I find that really, really fascinating because there are a lot of styles that I really love. And, you know, when you're, when you're developing as an artist, I think there, I think a lot of breakdown happens for, for people when they look at something and they go, oh, I can't do that. So that means I'm not any good. Um, right. Like this thing that's so beautiful. I, I can't make that. So uh, you know, I'm never going to be a photorealistic uh, execution. Like, like I'm never going to do that. I think it's fascinating and wonderful when I see it. Um, but I'm not any less of an artist because uh -huh. I don't reproduce, you know, a photorealistic piece of art. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, I, one of the things I I, I try to talk about on my blog in particular a lot is developing what you love um, and what you are good at. And, you know, sometimes what you love and what you're good at are close enough. You can get there, right? Like, um, and you can develop that. And sometimes you have to figure out what you love and what you can do, maybe two things that don't match. And so you just have to love what you love, but then develop what you do to something to a degree that you love that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I look at your work, I can never draw like you draw. Like there's no way. Um, it's beautiful, but it's not a skill that I have. And so, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I really love um, Caucus is because we are all so different. Mm -hmm. Like we all have such different styles and, um, you know, the way, what we make and, how we make it and yet everybody is really encouraging right like you everybody has their you know it's just like having a built-in cheerleading section of this yeah. looks awesome yay for you right <laughs> like there's just there's something really lovely about that yeah I love that and yeah I, I I didn't realize I was going into style but yeah that's that's something that I think that I myself have questioned because I do that I, I love things so much and what somebody else is doing then I I don't know if you do this but I do this all the time that question like should I be doing that <laughs> yeah well you know so much I'm like oh look at that you know it's yeah like I, I love hand lettering and you know with with the what I've been through with my hands I'm probably never going to be a hand letterer but is my handwriting really unique to me? Yes. Should I lean into that? Absolutely. Right. Like, yeah, is it ever going to be those beautiful flowy brush strokes that was kind you know, like last year, year before was kind of the rage, right? Like yeah. everybody was into that. No, my handwriting is never going to look like that. It's just not. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I know somebody and I need that, I might call them up and say, Hey, can you hand letter this for me? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> let's work out a trade or a you know a deal or whatever and um you know call on each other's strengths because yeah I'm not ever going to be a brush hand letterer yeah yeah I mean it's like you know when someone does glass blowing or pottery or something like that I'm like oh no 
I would hurt myself. I would hurt something around me. I don't know. <laughs> not a good scene. That's not where I need to be. I get like paint on me in weird places. And I know that fire and burning things is not good. <laughs> if I can't handle paint, come on. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. That's such a good point too. I think you brought up the caucus is that um, in networking with other artists and knowing what other people are capable of doing and what they might have like in their studio as far as like supplies or you know things that they you know they have those materials and for whatever reason you need help with something you can kind of call on each other and be like hey you got some extra like paper that I could you know kind of look through or something and that's one of the I think the wonderful things about like instead of when you're an artist kind of shutting yourself off in your studio and being on your own to communicating and being part of community yeah. and knowing people, you know, yeah. and just yeah. being able to reach out and support each other. Cause I think a lot of artists do, they kind of get a little competitive. Like, how do you feel about like, I mean, I feel like you, you really share a lot. Like you're, you're o open with. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, there's a seat at the table for all of us because yeah. we are all so different. Um, you and I are never going to be complete competing for the same client sure. or, uh, I mean, if we are, they're probably going to buy both of our stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, cause they're interested. <laughs> they're <different. laughs> yeah. Right. They're going to, they're going to, so like, I am not in competition with you. I'm not in, and I'm not in comp competition with any artist because, mm. um, there's so much available at, to look at, um, and to, you know, to enjoy, like, yes, get what you love, go enjoy that. Like, I want people to feel, first of all, I want people to feel empowered to make their own art. Sure. Um, like, absolutely. I believe everyone is creative and I think everybody should try. Um, are you going to be a working artist? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. If you just like to draw on, you know, uh, uh, post-it notes, like, do that. Enjoy yourself. So I believe everybody's creative. And then I believe there's no competition be between artists because there is, there's just, there's enough of all of, for, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I pretty freely share. Um, I, I, you know, I have a blog I share on my Instagram, um, you know, and if people want to buy great. And if they just want to come and get free tips, that's great too. Yeah. What are your, um, like, what is your website and your social media stuff that people could find you? Well, if you can spell my last name, you can probably find me. Um, it's G R A N A D E. So my website is misty.grenades.com. Um, mm -hmm. and then I'm misty.grenade on Instagram. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. If you can spell my last name, you can find me. And do you have a shop on your website? Yeah. I have an Etsy shop where I, uh, I post, I kind of post randomly, like I'll get busy making something like I'm, this next week, I'm probably going to be making journals. Um, so if I make a bunch and end up with some extras, I'll throw them in my shop, but there's a few pieces from several of my show, my previous shows that are in the shop. Um, I have stickers. I just got new stickers. I have stickers that are my little shrimp stickers that are going to go in the shop. So, and there's a range of prices. So like, if you yeah. don't have a lot of money to spend, I have stickers for $3. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
And um, so, you know, I can't remember if we were talking about this before we got started, um, but you're not really doing any sh- like booths or shows, but do you have some other shows that are coming up or that you're involved in? I actually don't have any shows scheduled right now. I have a piece, um, the caucus, the Alabama Women's Caucus for Art and the North Carolina Women's Caucus for Art collaborated. And so there was a show here in Huntsville that just got taken down. It's going, I think, to Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. I don't, um, so I have a piece in that show. Um, and then, you know, the great thing about caucus is that we create opportunities for our members and so whenever there's a show going on there I've had several shows at low mill um uh, I don't have anything on the books right now um I've been working a little smaller here lately um just because that's kind of been the state I've been in but probably if you want to buy something the best place is my Etsy shop or to contact me and we can talk through. I have some bigger pieces that are available that aren't in my Etsy shop because they're giant. And, <laughs> you know, I totally get that. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have three. It's a. Tri- it's not really a triptych, but they go together. Yeah. Three pieces that are. Um, they're six feet tall, um, and about five feet wide. And they, they live behind the door in my bedroom. (laughs) They were in a show and I, you know, we took them down. I was like, what are we going to do with these? And I was like, well, there's really no place for them to live. Okay. They live here now. Um, So, you know, like you need a giant piece of art. (laughs) I got you. Oh my goodness. That's what, that's like public art. Like you need to find you a place where you can be like, Hey, you guys want some public art that, yeah. uh, <laughs> that can yeah. hang up? And you know, it's one of those things too, that the way they're, they're, they're mounted is they're, they're, they're on foam core. And then they have a frame built out of foam core because we couldn't figure out how to make glass, you know, to, to put them behind glass because they're so big. So who, you know, if anybody ever bought them, like the framing to go with that would be a whole process. Um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of intense. Um, and then also like everybody's house now is open concept. So nobody has walls for something that big, like people want, (laughs) you know, people want five by sevens. And if you're really lucky, you, you can get them to get a, you know, a 10 by 20 or something, but yeah. most people have, they don't have any wall space because everybody's house is like open. Yeah. So that's what you're finding. Like when you're talking to people, they're like, yeah, the smaller stuff. Yeah. They're like, I don't they, have a place to hang that. When they do that though, do they, um, do they get multiples or anything like that? Cause I feel like when you're buying small, like you're, you're like, you're wanting to make like a grouping. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they'll buy. And I, I have one, (laughs) I have one person, um, she buys my art regularly and, um, I, I I actually almost feel sort of sorry for her coworkers because her office at work, she sent me pictures. Um, she's actually turned into a friend of mine um, through this process. Um, yeah. And she sent me pictures of her, of all of my art in her office. And she's like, yeah, I have this gallery of your work. And I'm like, 
do your coworkers like enjoy that? Like, how does that work <laughs> out? She's like, oh, I name drop you all the time. And I'm like, well, thanks for that. Yeah. First of all, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's quite entertaining. She's really oh, fun. So a my genuine mind. collector. Yeah. Yeah. She's besides my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom. number one collector. <laughs> my mom has one of those walls but you know right yeah my if you go to my mom's house she like has stuff I made in the fifth grade <laughs> framed with stuff that I made in the last couple of years she's like this <laughs> and I'm like mom I was 10 when I made that but she loves it right so yeah, she's not gonna yeah. take it down um but yeah my mom is is my probably my number one collector and then and you know and my kids are just like oh um, my youngest is an artist in their own right, and um, they draw on they on the iPad, and mm-hmm. so you know they have this huge digital collection. Yeah. And I'm like, can we print that out? You know, let's print that out and put it in. And they're like, no. And I was like, I can't be my mom because my kid stuff are is is all on the iPad. Oh no! <laughs> you need to like kidnap their iPad and be like, print, 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 print. print. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're always like it's not good enough to print, and I was like, oh, yeah. mm, I'm not sure that's true, but okay. Yeah. Oh man, that that's like a whole another subject. That's like a whole another thing, and you were kind of getting in, into that subject too about like everyone's creative, and you know we kind of limit ourselves and think, okay, well this is what good creativity is, mm-hmm. and there's really no such thing. It. it it's, it's, I think for most people, most people think that if 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 they if you say I'm an artist, most people will go, oh, well, you draw things, oh. right? You you're you're a drawer, and I'm like, well, that is one way, right? That is a way, um, and I also know that because I'm an abstract person people love representational things. They like things that they can recognize. Abstract art for many people, not everyone, but for many people is like, it's too hard. I don't know what you're doing. I don't understand it. Um, and so I actually have a post on my, when I finally, when I, the light bulb went over off over my head and I finally figured this out, I was like, I've got to write this down. So I wrote a blog post about understanding abstract art, the way I see it now and the way people like people, when people talk to me and I say, I'm an artist and they say, what do you do? And I said, well, I do abstract mixed media. Well, then you have to break down what is, what is mixed media, right? Okay. Well, I do lots of, I don't just watercolor or just uh, do uh, collage. I do a combination of all these things. Yeah. And then what is abstract? Well, abstract can be lots of things, but you know, you're looking at the realm of color and shape and feeling like oftentimes if it's an abstract work, I just want you to feel something. And that feeling can be lots of things. Like you might look at it and go, Oh, that's really pretty. I feel good. But then again, you might not know you look at it and you go, Oh, that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Why, why is that? And that's a, you know, because it's not balanced because it's really dark and heavy, right? Like there's lots of ways that you can. So um, trying to get people to understand that much of abstract art is about a feeling um, and is about the process for me, right? So while I'm doing it, my process is the part that's important to me. And then when it gets to you and it makes you feel something, 
and you respond to it, maybe you want to buy that. Maybe you go, well, not even on a good day. Am I spending money on that? Right. Um, Like, and that's okay because I still made you feel something. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if it's like, "Mm, that is not for me, but I felt it. Um, that's okay. I feel that way about bacon. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who does kind of the morbid paintings. It's like bloody and grotesque. Yeah. His name's Bacon. Oh, I don't know him particularly, but I know the style you're talking about. Well, maybe I know who he is because I've seen his work. Yeah. Where you're just like, he's a famous guy. Yeah. I, every, you know, like I learned about him in high school and college and everything, but I get feelings. Yeah. You get feelings. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, I think it was Mark Rothko who does the big color field paintings. Yeah. That's he talked about, you know, his his goal was to evoke emotion and that if his work evoked even a, a, a bit of the emotion that he had while he was painting it in you, then his job was done. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really powerful. I think that's one of the things that abstract art is really good at is evoking. And sometimes that's a, you know, that's a really lovely light, right? You can get, get feel really uplifted by that. And sometimes like a Mark Rothko, you feel like you're drowning. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of human nature to label and stereotype and group things in all kinds of ways, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so one of the beautiful things about abstract art is that it can't necessarily be labeled. They can't say, oh, that's a flower, you know, or that's a house or whatever it is, you know, that they think art is. They can't Mm -hmm. label it. And so Mm -hmm. just in that, some people get kind of, um, you know, overwhelmed with thinking okay well I don't understand that but really it's not about giving it a label at all it's just about experiencing it yes and you know just taking it in and saying okay what does this feel like to me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah and it, it kind of breaks those barriers that you know humans have even you know with each other you know and like we're we're labeling each other you're you're right wing, I'm left wing, you're, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you're white, I'm black, and we're, you know, we're different and mm-hmm. we're labeling it. But abstract is like, th- this isn't about labels at all. And it yeah. breaks down that that problem that we all have <laughs> as human beings. Yeah. You know? And I wish people, and I think... I think what happens a lot is that people are worried that they're going to interpret it incorrectly. Oh yeah. And right. Like there's, there's a, there's a right way. No, What's that? I don't and, think there's a, a right way. Right. There isn't a, a right way. There's not a correct answer yeah. and people think that there is. And so they get worried that if they say anything, <laughs> then it will be wrong. And oh, like, I've had people come up to me and say, oh, I see this in your work. And I'm like, really? That's amazing. I see that now too. And, you know, I didn't have any intent for that, but they found it in the work. And so now I'm like, 
well, now I can't unsee that. That's really cool, right? This person <laughs> pointed this out and and this is what the, so, you know, it's just about sort of, again, experiencing mm-hmm. and starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for lots of folks, that's difficult. Yeah. Um, and we all they, have our own. Yeah, we all have our own unique experiences anyway. Mm-hmm. Not one not not one of us is living the exact same experience in the exact same life. Right. And that's exactly how abstract is too. You're not making the same picture over and over again. They're all completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're like these are little like creations of, you know, variety and and just I don't know. I lo- I love it. I absolutely love what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, there's so much meeting here. So like, and sometimes it's just know. like, well, that song was peppy, so I scribbled harder. I, you know, like like sometimes that's really all there is. Um, and it was a like, it was Tuesday morning. I was listening to REM. I scribbled really hard. It was fun. Like, awesome. end of story. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Misty, for talking to me today. Everybody needs to go and check out Misty's art on her website and her Instagram. So um, thank you. Oh, man, we had great conversation. We We did. We really did. Thank you so much. We explained abstract. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Talk with April. For more information on this episode, join the Facebook group, The Art Lounge. Please subscribe and share. See you next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week.